to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. Service, which is how we love to end our programs and um, we're going to have a beautiful time and we'll take the communion when we're done. I want us to look at today's topic particular and I've not forgotten the series (laughs) which I left three weeks ago. I'm the pastor. I can come back to it in a month. I can come back to it in two months. <laughs> you know, there are some series that don't finish. And especially that that one is on salvation. So I know where I left off. I know where I have to continue. So don't worry about that. Okay? So, like I said, I'm the pastor. <laughs> okay, lovely. Um, the overnight, Night of Yonder, was just something else. <laughs> And and you know the part that I enjoyed the most? Seeing a lot of people experiencing the fire of God for the first time. Especially the younger ones. Because 18-year-olds are supposed to be on fire. So as a matter of fact, um, all those who are in the young stage, which I think should be, is it 22? What is it? Does it start from 22 or does it start from 23? Can I be advised? Sorry? Hey. <laughs> I asked 22 or 23, I've been told 21. Okay, fine. Uh, I think the average there is 22. All those who are in that stage, I want to see you after service. I want us to plan for the bride we're going to have together. Where, why those cheers? <laughs> now, what I want, I want us... Now, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have like uh, a meeting over a meal. As we, I want us to plan for our conference, then I also want us to just talk and discuss a few things. I hear people are more open when there's T-bone, so. Uh, <laughs> so if you miss the meeting after service, I- I'm hearing some people are changing the age to 25. No, guys, it's 20. No, you told me 21. <laughs> so I want us to prepare for that. So for me, it's just been amazing seeing you say he's speaking in tongues, right? Wonderful. How old are you? 20? Wonderful. That's what I've been wanting. You know, like, I, I just want to see people like, get on fire. And, you know, then we put more fire on that fire and then add a bit more fire to that. What do you think about that? So that's, that's amazing. Um, Night of Yonder was absolutely amazing. If you... I also want to commend the online viewers. I've never heard of that. Watching an entire overnight. <laughs> and uh, today, our Kitwe branch is streaming this service. Can we give them a hand, please? Tell them you love them. Tell them, you're, tell them they're welcome. Okay. Now, um... Interestingly, I'm told that some of us here have been getting jobs in sales at different places. We sell different things, right? Whether it's insurance, whether it's... uh, I don't know what else we sell, but 
share butter. <laughs> but I've been noticing that many of us have been in sales. So there was a business meeting and a question was asked. The question that was asked is, what is the favorite passage for those who are in sales? The Great Commission. <laughs> Genesis 27, verse 27. <laughs> if you're not in sales, you don't get that one. Genesis 27, verse 27. Now, today we are going to look at the God of the in-between. Title that, the God of the in-between. Now, we're not going to take so long, so I want you to pay particular attention because afterwards we'll pray. We're looking at the God of the in-between. Now, this portion of scripture is talking about a gentleman named Jacob. Now, we know Jacob and Esau. There is a story there. The story is that they were both... Um, they were born of the same womb, but one was predestined to be the one to carry the blessing, and the other one wasn't. Now, the Bible says, and for those who are this side, I'm told, media just told me we're having challenges with projection this side, and they wanted to see those who come with their Bibles. So now, <laughs> the Bible says, now this is talking about Jacob. Now, just for context, Isaac had told Esau to prepare game meat the way he likes it, that his soul may be stirred up to bless him. I, I, I hope we're getting the revelation there. <laughs> so he specifically said it the way he likes it. That's why when you go back, to, when you go to see your parents and the like, don't go empty-handed. Prepare something the way they like it. Okay, there's a blessing that's stirred up when it's the way he likes it. And then the mother was smart. The, the, the mom... As in, oh my goodness, she made cow meat taste like game meat. Mm. That's grace. I don't know what cooking skills those were, but she made it taste like game meat. And, okay, that's a miracle in itself. And so, put hairs on his body. So, Jacob comes. He came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his clothing, and blessed him and said, surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Don't go tell that to a lady. Next verse. <laughs> I heard of a certain guy who went and said, ah, no, I need to be scripture. Your hair is like a flock of goats. Mozambia. <laughs> that one you don't try in Zambia. <laughs> and he says, therefore may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. Aha. Uh -huh. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be those who bless you. That was a blessing that Jacob received. Esau came, is there not a blessing for me and stuff like that. And as time went, Jacob was released uh, also to just avoid Esau. Now... <laughs> And also so he could marry well. Now we all know some of the challenges Jacob was going to face later in life. But let's look at, let's continue with him. Genesis 28 verse 12. Now this is when he's released. And Jacob was in between a rock and a hard place, literally. So he slept on a rock, right? <laughs> and when he slept, this is what happened. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Let's continue. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants. Uh-huh. Also your descendants shall be as dust of the earth. And you shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I'm with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I've spoken to you. Then Jacob 
woke up from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, how awesome. Other versions say, how terrible. <laughs> how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at its head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, meaning house of God, house of Elohim. But the name of that city had been loose previously. Now, we're going to look at verse 20, but before we look at it, don't put it for now. I want us to get a bit of a context. How blessed can you be? Think about this. Jacob, firstly, got a birthright from his brother because at that point his brother desired food more than the blessing, right? <laughs> yeah, his brother desired food more than the blessing. I, I really hope that should never be your weakness. Now, I'm sure you notice when you're fasting, people offer you a lot of lunch. Eh? Everyone just wants to take you out and just appreciate you and appreciate your life because of the wonderful things you've done for them. Now, afterwards, through his mother, Jacob got the blessing of Isaac. So words were spoken. And that blessing could not be retracted. It could not be exchanged. It could not be reversed. Words were actually spoken and the blessing was released. That would have been enough. But as if that's not enough, one day the guy is lying on a rock and God comes. God comes and speaks to him. You know, one thing you notice from the scriptures is that uh, one of the most precious gifts that God can give is his word. It's his words. Don't get tired of words. They're very important. Now, God comes and speaks to him and tells him, this is, this is what will happen. 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 Now, you'd think, like, wow, this guy is set. He can just walk now with a spring in his step, right? But then I want us to look at the next verse and see something that he says to God. Verse 20. Then Jacob made a vow and said, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I've set as a pillar shall be God's house. And all of you and all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Ladies and gentlemen, I see something very interesting there. Jacob's future has been set. Prophecy has been given by Isaac. God himself has told him what will happen. But then in this point, it seems to me that Jacob is now beseeching the God of the in-between. The, the God who takes you from point A to point Z. And he's saying, okay, God, I see what you've told me about point Z. But look, I've seen where I am right now. I'm in between a rock and a hard place. So for me to get from here to there, there are certain things that need to happen in between. And he begins to testify to God saying, and he makes a vow saying, if God will be with me, meaning he knew that he needed something in between. He knew that he would still need the hand of God in between. And for sure, Jacob needed the hand of God. If you had to watch what ended up happening with his life, he went, worked for a certain lady for seven years. They swindled him. He had to work another seven years for another, <laughs> for another lady. They swindled him. And then eventually he had to leave Laban. Laban wanted to fight him. Then before he knew it, he didn't know whether Esau would come beat him up. So he sent his family ahead. And then the angel of the Lord came and then they did a wrestling match. The whole night came out with a limp and that day his name was changed. <laughs> Not so... <laughs> Eventually, he had children. His children betrayed the son. Then uh, the guy had so much in between. So much in between. 
One time he thought his son was dead before he knew it, the son was alive. Thought they would die in a famine, then they had to go to Egypt. There's so many things that happened in between. And I can tell you, one of the things that I've noted um, in the school of life is that many other times we don't really focus on the in-between. The inside process, the between this and between that. That's the side that's not really seen that much. But I want you to know that the God who promises to fulfill in the end is also the God who takes you through in the in-between. And that's why today we're talking about the God of the in-between. So I'm not sure at which point you're at right now. I'm not sure where, where you're seeing the situation. There are times you may not even know how exactly your next move will come. But then I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Because this God is able to take you through even transitional periods, even the in-between periods. One time, uh, this is somewhere 2016, I had gone to see a certain lady. She actually invited me, Pastor Daniel, Shevin, Pastor Lawrence, and I've forgotten who else. She invited us to her home because uh, of blessed memory because she's late now and she just wanted to feed us we didn't say no because when we had seen in the scriptures <laughs> the bible says after you have eaten and are satisfied you shall bless the lord so there's a certain blessing of the lord that we wanted to give so i remember we went there and oh my god wonderful woman and she sat us down and in her career, she had worked like at a hotel in the catering business. So let's just say the standard was quite high. I, I think I tested truffle for the first time in my life. <laughs> and then, like, I've, I've never really met somebody like that. Sat us down so that she could, and then afterwards, started prophesying to each of us. <laughs> the accuracy of the words he afterwards began to prophesy to each of us if I'm not mistaken afterwards so they said to each of us As in, like I am saying one of the most rarest people I'd ever met and for me she began to tell me saying God is saying he's been waiting for you to be done with your graduate studies. That's my first degree. And then afterwards, there is a certain level that is coming. There is a work that he has for you. Now, when I started comparing with all the visions I've seen, because there are several visions I've seen of ministry, I thought that like literally meant the day I'm done, like I've just written, bah! I literally thought it meant like the very next day I'm at a crusade or something like that. And it just so happened that the year when I was completing my um, undergraduate degree was the first time I got an, I think I got an international trip. I should have gone to South Africa by then. I went there just I went there during my study break before exams. I went to minister. I remember I even got a message from like a like one or two brethren in Christ, like Musaka Pasa But let me know I, I was studying even that side. <laughs> Revival meeting is done, you yeah, on the books <laughs> and stuff like that. And so my idea in that moment of what because I didn't know I would pastor a church by then. So my idea of what ministry would be like was I thought um, the day I'm done, with, since the signs have already started and the prophecy has come, the Limbafier final exam. And by then I used to get like a lot of invitations which I used to turn down because I was busy with school. So in my head, my picture of ministry then I thought the moment I'm done, I'll check my email, I'll find 
52 emails from 52 different nations. I just have to pick this one, this one, that one, that one, that one. Firstly, all invitations dried up. All invitations dried up. Not even Pakawata was not invited. Nothing like that. <laughs> All invitations dried up. Then, there were a number of people I was mentoring. That also dried up a little. And then, where did I find myself? Found myself in the living room with four people. So I found myself in the living room, starting with about four people, which maybe moved like 20. And to be fair with you, that wasn't necessarily the picture. That wasn't necessarily the picture that I had thought when God had given me the prophetic word. But it seems to me that the in-between stage, sometimes you may not know how it comes. But in that in-between, God began changing my idea of what ministry should be like. I remember I would sit in the living room and would put some people this side, some this side. For me, I would think I'm like in this huge auditorium and I would start. Some of the messages we preached there, I even need to preach some of them again. There's that message I preached in front of 15 people. Do you remember that one? The one on, uh, who was there the day we preached on Ruth? Okay, so like I was saying, back in the day... <laughs> There was that message on Ruth. What am I trying to say? Sometimes the in-between phase, that's the phase that could be the most delicate because it shapes whether or not you reach your destination. And he is the God also of the in-between. And then this year we're turning five, right? Just the in-betweens of first year, second year, third year, fourth year. Woo! He's the God even of the in-between. I'll tell you one story before I go on. I remember one particular one which really moved me. We found that something had gone wrong with our registration. And there are some people who thought the power was in the name. And so they imitated our name and went and registered it quickly. And when we checked the system, something had been complicated with ours. Then I'm there trying to deal with that. And we received a call that we had been evicted from where we were having church services with immediate effect on the same day. <laughs> and I've forgotten what else went wrong, but everything just went wrong at the same time. And that day I was preaching at DMI Central Gene University. Let's just say I preached on spiritual warfare. <laughs> that was the only message that came out from my heart. And I remember telling the, the board members, I said, guys, today we're going to pray. And I think I gave a specific time. I said from 23 to 02, we're going to pray. And by the time we're done, an answer has to be given and God has to speak. And if there's ever a day I learned it's not by might nor by power, it's that day. 23 hours, I got on my knees to pray. It doesn't happen. The moment I got on my knees to pray, I fell asleep. I'm, I'm not even joking. Then 0158, a dream came. In that dream, I saw that a door which had been left open by mistake was now locked. Like in the dream, like I got up and went and locked it and sealed it. Zero two hours up. That day, everything changed. Everything changed. Suddenly we had favor here, favor there, favor there, favor there, favor there, favor there, favor there, favor there. And then we knew what to do next. What am I trying to say? God has given you this big vision. God has given you this big picture. God has given you where you're supposed to be. But what I'll tell you is that he's the God of the in-between. He's the God who can help you with the in-between decisions. He's the God who helps you with the in-between moments. Never neglect that he's the God of the in-between. Somebody say the in-between. In Are you being blessed? Let, let, let's go through one or two. Exodus chapter 3, verse 
6 to 8. Let's look at it. Now, Moses meets God in the burning bush. And I want us to see this. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I've surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and bring them up from that land to a good and large land to a land flowing with milk and honey to place to the place of the Canaanites the Hittites the Amorites the Perizzites the Hivites and the Jebusites say every ite in my life anyways <laughs> now I want us to see this when God meets Moses he introduces himself as the God of Abraham Isaac Jacob so he associates Moses with what he has done in the past follow me and then afterwards, he tells him what he was going to do in the future. So he first starts by saying, look, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So when he says that, then you can associate. If you're Moses and you've read, you know what he did for Abraham. You know what he did for Isaac. You know what he did for Jacob. And you know the covenant that he made with Abraham. And then afterwards, he says, look, I've seen the oppression of my people. And then he gives a prophecy of what he was going to do for them afterwards. And then Moses asks in verse 13, saying, okay, fine. Now when I go to, when I go to them, what, what am I going to tell them sent me? Notice, he then responds, I am that I am. That shows you that he is a current God. That shows you that he is a now God. He associates with the past, and then he tells you what will happen in the future, but then he tells you that he is, he is, I am now. I don't know if you're getting my point. Meaning, whatever you need me to be, even in the in-between moments, I will be that. Praise God. Meaning, if one day you're going to need manna from heaven, it will fall. If one day you're going to need quails to come from the sky, they'll fall. If one day you're going to need the sea to be parted, I am that God who parts the sea. If one day you're going to need him to heal because uh, there's been a plague around, I am that God that healeth thee. If one day perhaps you're going to need to drink water from a rock, I am that God who provides water. So even between the promised land, which he had promised... And where they were, in those in-between moments, God still came through. He still came through. God is coming through for somebody. I said, God is coming through for you. Come on, tell somebody, God is coming through for you. He is the God even of the in-between. Even of the moments in between, he's that God. Praise God. Praise God. I say praise God. Let's have two more, then we pray. Who's getting stared up in this place? Praise God. No wonder it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Praise God. Let's look at another one. Isaiah 30 from verse 20. Isaiah 30 from verse 20. How many of you have ever been on a journey to a place where you don't necessarily know the directions. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I, I was doing a tour of our campus ministries and I had to go to Ballaston. I went on a journey <laughs> to Eden University, Ballaston. And who was with me? <laughs> who was with me? Okay, Deacon is Grace. I think Deacon Max was driving. Just us, right? Yeah, so we went on a journey to Ballaston and we were given, we, we tried Google Maps. And there's some roads, it was, we were finding ourselves like there's a river. <laughs> 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 and eventually we had to be directed, even in those moments, 
right? Now, when a person is going on a journey, you may know where you're going, but sometimes you may not know which road is bad. You may not know which road has a problem. You may not know where a kazesko po has fallen or, <laughs> or any of those things. And that's why, despite having a clear picture of where you're going, sometimes you may need directions in between. You may need some instructions in between. And then now, it says, And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the word of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. But your eyes will see your teachers. Your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. Now for me, this, this gives a picture of clear directions in in-between moments. Because it says to the right and to the left. If you've ever used GPS, sometimes as you're driving, it will just tell you turn left and then, and then you will turn right. It may not give you the clearest picture from the onset. But there's, there's this voice that will say, turn right now, turn left now, turn right now, turn left. And it's that voice in those moments that helps you navigate your way until the clearest picture. Ladies and gentlemen, the God who functions even in between, the God who is current, the God who is also the God of this moment, is willing to speak to you today. He's ready to give you that specific word for that specific situation, for that specific moment, that now current today word that you need. That God is ready to speak. Are you ready to listen? Somebody say the God of the in-between. Say the God of now. Say the current God. The one who sees us today. And gives us solutions for today. Somebody's walking out of this place with their solution. <laughs> that, that's one of the reasons we pray. One of the reasons we pray today is because we need to hear God today. Let's have one more portion of scripture. I'm getting fired up. I'm ready to pray. Revelations chapter number one. Am I the only person who was afraid of the book of Revelations when I was growing up? <laughs> I only realized when I got saved that I'd never read it. <laughs> and you know, I used to think that, um, I used to think that, I, I think I realize now why when you read the scriptures, when Paul talks about the rapture in Thessalonians, he says, comfort one another with such words. Have you noticed that when you're growing the faith, rapture and the like is actually very comforting. It, it's, it's, not <laughs> it's not a scary thing. Is there anyone here who, that's like a scary topic? Rapture, end times, Armageddon. No, I'm curious. Like, lift your hand. Be, this is how I know sometimes what I need to do a seminar on. Yeah, anyone who it's a scary topic? Okay, I'm seeing the hands. I'm seeing the hands. Wonderful. Those who it's not a scary topic. Those who didn't raise their hands. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> They're in between. <laughs> You're acting like that gentleman who keeps calling that girl every day. And then when she asks, what are we? <laughs> it was Zambians. What do you mean was Zambians? <laughs> What's between us? The atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Revelations chapter 1, verse 8. Have you ever had a moment where the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to you as master? One thing I love about the Holy Spirit is, you know, like in different moments, the Holy Spirit gives us diverse revelations of the Lord Jesus. Have you ever had moments where he literally gives you a revelation as master? I, I, I remember one time, it was just like a prayer session and we're praying at home and I just had this knowing that the Lord had come in as master. All those songs, I'm a lover of your presence, gone. <laughs> I felt like I would be offending him in that moment. No, as in all those things were gone. 
as in there, uh, everything was gone. It was just holy, holy. Uh, as in, where you're praying like this, uh, you're even afraid to look up. I pray, may the Holy Spirit reveal Jesus as master. In Jesus' name. Praise God. One time, we had, I think I've told you this one before, but it always blesses me when I think of it. One time, we were about to have a conference, a WEM conference, and I think if that one for me revealed just a certain level of the holiness of God. I was still an Onza student by then. Should have been third or fourth year. So I decided to come back home with Pastor Daniel. We're both students by then. Because we wanted to pray together for the conference. And I was with Pastor Daniel and my sister Alice. And we started walking home and I just started feeling different. Like sensing something crazy is about to happen. And so we reached and they started singing. And in that moment, I was even getting irritated by their singing. I just felt something crazy was about to happen. And so before I knew it, I started praying in a strange tongue that I'd never prayed before. And then I closed my eyes. It was about 11 hours. So I closed my eyes when I opened them, it was about 16, somewhere there, 15, 16. So I stood and just started looking like, have I been praying that long? And I was feeling like a bit weak, so I just sat. And then uh, Diana walked in. They were having Army of Priests rehearsal. So she walked in and the first thing she said is, ah, I'm hungry. And she went to the kitchen to make something. And then another person walked in. I've forgotten who they were. Then another person walked in. And then I was looking at town. And in town, I remember Philippa was there. She was coming for rehearsal. And she bought a blue packet of Doritos. <laughs> and then, yeah. And so, all of a sudden, I woke up again, and it was 15 this time. First, 11 to 16. Then before I knew it, I, knew it, I opened my eyes and it was 15 hours. So I'm now confused. Like, what on earth is going on? Like, what's going on? I, 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 I think Pastor Daniel and all those came to like, check on me because I was looking confused. I'm like, where am I? What's going on? What is this? And then as all that is going on, before we know it, Bethel walks in <laughs> and then says, I'm hungry, and goes straight to the kitchen. And then, before we know it, people start walking in like in the exact order. Like I would tell them, okay, so that one's about to walk in, and then that one's about to walk in. And then, <laughs> I don't know how we found out, I think Philippa comes and we tell her, oh, you were eating a blue packet of Doritos yeah, 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 in town yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And it was just this... When everything was done, I think we all just freaked out. Like, like my God, the holiness of God, the, the reverence for God just increased. And we're all just like, okay, like, who are you? Like, like, like God, like, Yahoo! Like, <laughs> like, how do we even describe this? And I've noticed that such moments intensify when we pray. They intensify when we pray. Like, 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 like Yahoo, like, 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 why? <laughs> Three weeks ago, I told you the one for the guitar string, right? That was also one of those. Where the guitar string, which had snapped, we found it. Another new one, different color from the rest. And it was tied in such a way that only a machine could have tied it. And we're just like, God, like, like, who? Like, who are you? I pray God gives us such moments. One time we're having a meeting in church at home when we just started. I think we're 15, 20. I've forgotten what song we're singing. How many of you were there? And then there was a light that just 
flashed in the room. It was like a white light. It wasn't like light light. It was like it wasn't like bulb light or sunlight. It was like very white light. <laughs> and then you know where you're all and then for a second you all go like, Did you just see that? Crazy, crazy moments. Who remembers the perfume one? The, the one where there was just this fragrance. Revelations 1, verse 8. I sense the holiness of God in the house today. Whatever you do, just be very, just be very mindful. And when it's time for us to pray, just acknowledge and there's something, there's, there's a special way he's revealing himself to us. Revelations 1, verse 8. Let's start from verse 7 for context. Okay, behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him, even so. Amen. Next verse. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. Now, in the Greek alphabet, A is Alpha. And then what we call Z is Omega. So that's, that's how you can see it. It's what he's saying, I am the A, I am the Z. I'm the one who starts, I'm the one who ends. And then interestingly, as he gives that description of himself, he's the start, he's the end, he's the beginning, he's the ending, he's the alpha, he's the omega, he's the A, he's the Z. But then interestingly, he doesn't then say who was and will be. He starts first by saying who is. And then he says who was. And then he says who is to come. So he is the God who still is. There are many times we hear of what God did in the past and we give him so much glory and reverence for it. And then there are many times we always imagine something that will happen in the future and we can't wait for the things that will happen in the future. But what about now? What about today? What about Jesus is? What about experiencing the Lord now, here? Why not here? Why not now? By the way, if you want to know, that's the secret to miracles. If you want miracles not to be happening, keep postponing them in your prayers. Like, go pray for a sick person and say, Lord, whenever you feel like, <laughs> we are hopeful and expectant that one day... <laughs> No, no, no. You go there and say, silver and gold have I not, but such as I have I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Hallelujah. So he's the God who is. He's the God who's in between the A and Z. <laughs> I, I don't know where you find yourself somewhere in, somewhere in the equation, but you can imagine the same way he was there for Elijah, he was there for Jonah, he was there for Elisha. Yeah, he was there for Jonah as well. How do you think he came out of the fish? First, how do you think he survived in the fish? <laughs> Praise God. Some people have been living in a fish for some time. They don't even know how they've been surviving. But then you'll find, <laughs> how do you think Jonah survived? God was merciful even in the fish. Because biologically, he was not supposed to survive inside. What was he breathing? Like, God, I sense the anointing. <laughs> Glory to God. So he's the God of now. He is. No wonder he tells his disciples in John 16 verse 33 that I've told you these things because in this world you have trouble. But be of good cheer. Then he doesn't say, I will overcome the world. He says, no, no, no. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. It's the current situation. And he's here for you today. Praise God. Why don't you lift your hands from your seats. Close your eyes and just reverence him as the God of the in-between. 
as the God of now, as the God of today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And here's what I want you to do. Listen to me. If you've never been open with God, this is your moment. I want you to be open with God right now about your current situation. I want you to be open with God right now. You believe the prophetic words. You believe where he's taking you. But I want you to be open with God about your current situation. Be open with him. And just begin to talk. Open with him. Get in the posture that you would want. If you want, it can be a kneeling posture. It can be. But I want you just to be open with him. Now, the praise team will be singing a song. Don't be under pressure to sing along. For now, I want you to pray. Now, I'm not saying your current situation has to be bad, by the way. I'm just saying, be open about where you're at now. Jacob received blessings from God, but he was very open with him and said, Lord, he was very open with him. The first and the last and the distance in between I want you to be very open with him. He is your God. Be open with him. He is your God. Be very open with him. Very open. The first and last and the distance in Everything, everything you are First and last and the distance in Friends, if you've never had a day to pray. Today, I want you to pray. Cry out to him, he's your God. If you've never had a day to pray, today is the day I want you to pray. As I said, cry out to him, he's your God. your God. He is your God. Be open. Be open about today. He is your God.
sensing a conviction in their heart that they need to put their life in order with God and be born again today. If you are sensing that conviction in your heart that you need to put your life in order with God, raise your hand right now and just raise it high. Raise it high, please. Raise it high. Raise it high. Stand, 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 stand. If there's been any chains, if there's been any addictions, if there's been any bad habits, they're all falling off today. If there's been anything wrong in your heart, it all falls off today. Are you joining them? Wonderful. Lovely. Lovely. It's better like this when there's no space for it. Now, say... Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I confess you as my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. service. I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the city of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordzambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.